0: Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. One of the greatest blessings for rabbis is to accompany faith seekers on their road to converting to Judaism. At the end of the conversion process, before the ritual immersion in a mikvah, the aspiring convert... Meets before a Beit Dean, a rabbinic court of three rabbis. It sounds much more intimidating than it really is. Uh, Just this morning, Rabbi Steele uh, and Congregation Beth Israel's Rabbi Sarah Mason Barkin and I sat as a Beit Dean. We get to hear each convert share the story of their Jewish journey, it's always such a sacred moment listening to people's journey story. What an honor for a Bates Dean to hold their story as the precious gem that it is. I always leave a conversion thrilled by bringing another Jew into the family, and this morning uh, a mazal tov to Zoe Banning on um, becoming a Jew. And invariably, um, I also recall my own Jewish journey. For many of us born Jewish, there is an aha moment where we too, like a convert, intentionally choose Judaism. This week's Torah portion, Lech Lecha, uh, and actually Rabbi Mason Barkin's father, played a significant role in my own Jewish journey. I'll share that story in a moment, but first uh, allow me to give a little short family background. My grandparents, Bill and Sarah Linder, David and Edith Shatkin, all of blessed memory, all immigrants fleeing pogroms in Latvia, Russia, and the Ukraine. They made it, thank God, to Ellis Island. All ended up in Buffalo, New York. Bill Linder, who looked like Tip. O'Neill's twin brother, was a saloon owner on the east side of Buffalo. David and Edith Shatkin ran a produce market outside one of the gates of Bethlehem Steel in South Buffalo, at the time amongst the largest steel mills in the world. Their children, my parents of blessed memory, did what immigrant children do. They assimilate. Though my parents were proud Jews and their friend group was mostly Jewish, they wanted to blend in as Americans and they did so quite successfully. And then along came the third generation, my siblings and me. We too grew up with pride in being Jewish Belong to a Reformed congregation. Yet aside from going to high holiday services and lighting the Hanukkah candles, there wasn't anything distinctively Jewish about our day-to-day lives. Fact is, I always have had a strong inner spiritual life and ongoing conversation with some higher power and a strong sense of justice in the world. I just never connected any of this to Judaism. Fast forward, I met my bride, Nancy, when I was a union organizer in Columbus, Ohio. We moved back to Buffalo. I worked in our family's scrap metal business. Our son, David, was born. As a father in his mid-30s, I found David's Jewish preschool the perfect place for me to reconnect to my Jewish roots. I learned the alphabet alongside David. He was, still is, always a step ahead of me. Nancy and I started attending Shabbat services and loved it. And one Saturday morning, I decided to step a little deeper in the water and attended Torah study led by Rabbi Steve Mason. Yes, Rabbi Mason Barkin's father. Hesitantly, I took a chair around the Torah study table in the temple's library. Sound familiar? Rabbi Mason began reading the verses from this week's Torah portion. Vayom Radonai el Avram, Lechlecha, Meartzecha, Umi mo ladetcha, Umi bet avicha, El haaretz asher arecha, Veesecha, gadol, Varecha, Vagadla, Shemecha, the Lord said to Avram, before he became Abraham, go forth from your native land and from your parents' house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you shall be a blessing. Those words and the discussion that flowed around the library table nearly knocked me off my seat. It was like those words were written specifically for me, specifically for this time in my life, and channeled through the divinely inspired ancient words of Torah. John Boy. I could hear the voice call to me. It's time to leave the comfortable and familiar. Let go of what other people, including your parents, expect you to do. I know you want the destination spelled out for you. Sorry, John boy, that's not the way it works. Trust me on this one, the voice was calling out to me, each step you take will bring clarity. That's all I've got for now, but if you're open to it, the conversation is just beginning. I'll be back, in fact, I'm always here. Truth is, it took me a few years to process those words, but that was my aha Jewish moment. I kept coming back to Torah study, haven't stopped in 26 years. I realized that those things I was always passionate about, pursuing justice feeling the plight of the disenfranchised, caring for others, being a peacemaker, learning and growing. Well, they now spoke to me with a distinctive Jewish accent. I realized what I had been missing. Jewish roots to ground me when the winds begin to blow, and blow they always do. Judaism's particular holidays, stories, and rituals, of course, drew me more deeply within the Jewish community, but for me that would not be enough. Reclaiming Judaism and my Jewish roots connected me more powerfully with peoples of all faith traditions. I appreciate the particular traditions that engage other faiths more deeply in the world as they seem to appreciate me for our particular Jewish traditions. I now had something distinctive to bring to the table. And it was clear to me from firsthand experience that our collective diversity makes us far stronger In realizing the common values and goals of our respective faith traditions, stronger than any one faith can accomplish alone. God makes it clear to Abraham that his personal journey and the particular journey of the Jewish people takes place in the context of the universal. It is never just an individual story. Yes, we want to take stock and express gratitude for all the abundance in our lives, even amidst the hardships. Indeed, God has blessed us. Yet the eternal wisdom of Torah wants us to claim our own agency in the world. In particular, Abraham and Sarah will be a blessing to all people because of their hospitality to other travelers on the road. They appreciate the challenges of traveling and so provide a welcoming oasis to other wanderers. It's with a little healthy chutzpah that we believe and we write it in the story, behiyeh bracha," you shall be a blessing. Yes, you, and you, and you, and you, and you, each of us is a blessing. The greatest blessing of all, Rabbi Michael Strassfeld insists, is to be a source of blessing to others. By living a life of caring and compassion, we will bring blessings to others in the world. The point is, Rabbi Strassfeld reminds us, the point is not to accumulate blessings, but to distribute blessings to those we meet on the road. We are to strive to be like Abraham and Sarah, offering others to wash off the dust of the road and the warmth of a friendly face amidst the long miles of the journey. That's our story, distinctively Jewish for all of humanity should make us proud to be Jewish, whether born a Jew, made a choice to become a Jew, are raising children as Jews, creating a Jewish home. We've all got something the world desperately needs. Now, more than ever, continue, to be a blessing.